You're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Now, from the heart of Amish country, here's Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. music i wish they'd still use it i know i know they gotta stop thinking about like retro you know retrovising everything and yeah and just go with what works sometimes yes sir you know? um so um thank goodness week nine is behind us finally um yeah hey <laughs> you know what how you know before we even get started here um We'd be remiss not to wish every veteran out there a happy Veterans Day. Yes, indeed. Um, and to uh, thank them for their service. I know um, we have one of our pickers is a veteran. Um, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, so uh, Bruce, thank you for your service for our country, um, for our freedom. Um, and his you know, wife, by the way. And his wife. Look yeah, at that. Nice. Exactly. Both wow! He, yeah, both he and his wife are uh, retired military. Is that where they met? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So uh, yeah, thank you. You know, um, I, I did send that message off to my uncle Paul as well. Awesome. Uh, you know, former guest. Um, I'm sure you seen Andy. Wish and uh, thanked him. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we've had um, quite the. Uh, military personnel interviews that we've had on our shows and um you know maybe we can look into reconnecting with some of them guys again uh, yeah next i wouldn't year. mind doing next, that for sure yeah yeah probably next year at this point but um yeah maybe save some for um you know close to our fourth of july memorial mm-hmm. day type episodes those type of things yeah um so yes with that being said thank you everyone happy veterans day and um like I said, we, we sure do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Most so, um, on to a lighter note, on to the NFL. Like I was saying earlier, <laughs> thank goodness week nine is behind us. Are you sure it's a lighter uh, note? <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, My gosh. I, 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 I joke um, and totally joke. Uh, we have a little group chat with all of us that, that have the picks. And, uh, you know, yes. as Buffalo got um, manhandled by the Jaguars on Sunday. Uh-huh. Um, I, I joked about drinking a glass of bleach, uh, 
because it probably would have felt better than what I was going through in that moment. Were you joking, um, though, Troy? That's my yeah. question for you. I was ready to, uh, I was ready uh, to pay a visit out to your house. And no, uh, no, no, I didn't need any crisis intervention. Okay. It was totally, a, it was totally a joke. All right, good. To you know, know. I, I, I do listen to a podcaster, and, and a lot of times he puts things into perspective very well. Yeah, and uh, he's a Bills content creator, and. He says, and and I've never used to be like this, but I'm starting to get more like this. Like, your day, your life, your week, your night should never be defined um, defined by what happens to your football team that day. You know, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's it's hard sometimes when you're in that moment. <laughs> you know, it's really hard. But you know, then you just got to kind of look at the lighter things and, and realize it, it's a game. Yeah, it, it, it's just a game, you know, and sometimes your team doesn't play well. It happens. Yeah. Right. right. And, you know, Troy, um, I, I used to be that way, too, where I mean, I am a hard, you know, diehard Steeler fan, Pirate fan, Penguin fan. But I really I as I matured, and I'm going to say matured in quotes <laughs> uh, as I matured, I really do feel like. Um, these games, I mean, they affect me in the, the moment, but I, I got to have the mindset of, I I can't allow this to ruin my life because if you watch a football game, no matter what team wins or loses at the end of the game, the whole, both teams are gathering in the middle of the field and they're, they're doing their little prayer or whatever they are together. They're all smiling, whether they lost or won. So to me, it's like, you know what? If you aren't going to show that emotion of losing, why should I show that emotion of losing? That's that's a good point. I mean, some guys do take it harder than others, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. I mean, at the end of the game, at the end of the day, yeah for those three hours of football or whatever they're enemies but as soon as that clock blasts zero and the game's over mm-hmm. they're like best friends you know, oh yeah they got a, like you know yep they got a check to cash is basically what happens after that game yeah so yeah so you know i i do offer that piece of advice that i've gathered and and <laughs> passing it on to anybody else that might be listening if you know don't don't let what happens to your team define the whole rest of your day or your oh, even your gosh, week no. some people you know um so um Oh, their life yeah, so, in mean, some cases, you know, there there's people that take it so seriously. They're they're having like parking lot brawls over it. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so yeah, so I mean, and you know, I'd be remiss not to bring up the fact that you know, not only did the Bills, you know, get upset, uh, the Cowboys got upset by the Broncos, mm-hmm. um, the Falcons got upset or upset the Saints, the Giants upset the Raiders, um. Well, there was another one I thought that we skipped over, or oh, I know what it was—the Titans beating the Rams on Sunday night. Yeah, who saw that coming? <laughs> I um, know, you know, with Derrick Henry getting injured, but they got Adrian just, Peterson. He looked pretty good. He didn't look bad, you know, considering it was probably his first game, and well, it was his first game since last year, sometime, yeah. and um, it couldn't have been practicing much. I think they only signed him like Tuesday, and he was playing by Sunday. So right, right. Um, so he must have been staying in shape on his own. So kudos to him. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the Rams, here we go. Like the rich getting richer, right? Yeah. So Odell Beckham, what uh, you know, pouts and whines and cries his way out of Cleveland, mm-hmm. and now he's going to a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what does that? A, what does that teach the rest of the NFL? Wh- what does it teach kids? Yeah. Yeah. I know. You know. 
Yeah. Like that's that's the part that I'm, you know, and, and I made a joke about this. Uh, I shared something on Facebook and I said um, something along the lines of um, it, when did the NFL turn into the NBA all of a sudden? You know, said all these. Well, no, all these all these players want to gather together and make these super teams, mm-hmm. you know, like I know take minimal money to do so. And like it just I don't know. I, I think there needs to be. Somebody needs to step in before this gets out of control because it's it's starting to turn into the NBA where all these team superstars are just teaming together to make some big super team. Yeah. And then, you know, there's going to be four teams that have a chance and the other 28 don't. Like, exactly. And, you know, I'm just happy that the refs are at least on the Steelers' side. <laughs> Boy, that, um, you know, you and I kind of joked about that yesterday because uh, uh-huh. we were recording another podcast. And, um, like... The referees, just in general, are just terrible this year. They, they like are. they They're seem struggling. like they want the spotlight. You know, See, I'm seeing a lot of this just in society in general. We are we are too focused on this woke like culture that we are um, watering down the talent, not thinking about the talent in general, but making sure that we. Um, get the right mix in there, meaning, you know, whether it's a uh, racial mix or gender mix, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like the uh, NFL is kind of going in that direction. They got to have a female that's on the sidelines or a female that's uh, umpiring or refereeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and like I said, like in just in society in general, uh, we're more focused on making sure that there is diversity more than we are making sure that there is the right talent. Yeah. You know, I, I know. And that's the thing that's it's, it's a hard line to draw, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you do want to show that you're equal opportunity. Yeah. Um, but let's face it and let's be honest about this whole thing. Uh, let, let's just take the gender, for instance, with these referees and stuff like that you're probably going to have a lot more male referees mm-hmm. that are more qualified for this, not because they're male, because they're probably more interested in the position than most females. Right, right. So if you have 100 males to pick from that want this position and three females, you don't just automatically put one of the females higher because they're a female. you got to look at all the 103 equally yeah. and pick the right candidate, you know? And and that's and I think we're falling and I think you're right. I think we're kind of falling into this thing where just because they're a female, they get pushed a little bit ahead mm-hmm. of the other ones that might be just a tad more qualified than they are because yeah. they're a different gender. You know, yeah. And not to get off the football or sports side of things, but you're seeing that at every level. I mean, look at um, you know, look what we're seeing in uh, the White House. Um, yep. Our our president's approval rating is at thirty eight percent. Our or no, I'm sorry, 48%, but still low. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the vice president, if you think about why she was picked, you know, for gender and race, mm-hmm. her approval rating is, I think, uh, at 18%. Do you, do you know, we don't have to get into politics here, but I just, I right. find this part really funny with, um, she seemed to always have something to say mm-hmm. before she got in the White House oh, with yeah. President Biden. And now you rarely hear, hear a peep out of her. Now it's like, hide time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of amazes me how um, this yeah. whole thing is but working. That's what I'm saying. You know? It's like this the the woke culture, and I, and I don't want to paint myself into a corner because I don't like have a specific bias or anything like that. But um, but I feel like I feel like we're not looking at 
at who is best for said situation as Correct. much as we are looking for making sure that we have uh, someone who is, um, you know, part yep. of the LGBTQ community, uh, yep. or, you know, a certain ethnicity, uh, you know, it's no longer, we're hiring you because you're the best person for the job. Well, we can tie this back into sports. Cause I don't know if you've heard this or not, but they made an adjustment to the Rooney role. Oh, and really? Be- yes. So it was always, um, since the Rooney role came into place, um, uh, a minority candidate had to be interviewed for yep. the position. They've now made it two. Okay. Now two minority candidates have to be, and I can accept um, that. That's that makes sense to me. Um, and and I. But, and but I, isn't it kind of a slap in the face if they're just doing that because they have to do it and they already know who they want? Uh, it is a slap in the face. Um, but I guess if anything, it it will at it's least it's an experience. Yeah, it's right? an experience, and it opens the eyes. Maybe they, maybe someone interviews really well and is like, oh. Maybe I can rethink my thoughts here, and yeah, that's a good you know, point. Uh, so, so I I don't mind that just because uh, it's not telling you you automatically have to hire somebody based on their color. Sure. To me, I think we're going back to 1955. We're not going forward. We're going backwards. It's just now. Now we're just dealing with it in a different racial tone in regards, or a gender tone, or 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think to me, it's going to do more damage than good. So, but if like if the NFL said you have to hire somebody because of their color or or whatever, right. then that's when I would be like, oh, that's uh, to me that's just yeah. wrong. I would yeah, accept I think, it if it were I think a white thing or a black thing. I think it's fair to interview them, but I also think if I were the minority candidate and I knew. Let's just say the Steelers, for instance. All right, sure. let's say the Steelers move on from Mike Tomlin this year, and they're going into next year, and they already know they want the—I don't know—Bill Cowher. Let's just pick. Yeah, let's just say Bill Cowher is available. They, okay, he's a white male, whatever, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But they know this is who we're getting. Like it's already been agreed to, like behind the scenes, all that kind of fun stuff. But they just got to go through all the legalities of the situation. I come along as a minority candidate, and I already know. I hear all the rumors. They already want Bill Cowher. Like. And they call me up and they like, hey, we want to interview you for the head coaching position. Like, I would probably be, I'd call you from out and say, hey, I heard you guys already want Bill Cowher. Like, why are we doing yeah. this? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, do I actually legitimately have a fair shot or are you just doing this to cover your asses? You yeah, know right. Saying, you know? <laughs> Very <laughs> you know? true. Very true. So, because um, yeah. at that point, like, I, I get it. Like, you're going in and, and maybe you can just look at it as a, as a learning experience. Um, learning how to interview, learning what the questions might be asked of you, that type of thing. But if they're not going to, if they're going to half-ass the interview because they already know who they want, yeah, then it, it's really not doing them any good that way either. So it, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. I agree. So it's a it's a touchy situation. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. the whole thing, way this whole thing started is just um, you know we're talking about the refs. Um, we're talking about um, Odell whining, getting his way. And now going to a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Um, taking the headline away from Cam Newton, who's going back to Carolina. Right? Isn't that something? I think that's. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think. Um, I mean, let's face it. Cam's lost a little bit from all the surgeries and wear and tear on his body. Um, so I, I think you know if he does have anything left, it'd be it's cool for him to go back to Carolina and see if he has it. At and the if very not, least, then, end it where he started. That's exactly what I was going to say. And if it's not there and it's not happening. 
at least he can end where he started and uh you know he, he had his MVP season there and took them to the Super Bowl. Yep. So um yeah, I, I think it's it's fitting that he's back there, honestly. Um and then one other headline and we uh, talked about this last week because it made you know the news and well, yeah. not just sports news, but it made, you know, national news. Yep. Um with this Henry Rugg situation. And now it's being said that there's witnesses and they're saying that firefighters firefighters were slow to respond and slow to extinguish the flames when the car was on fire. And, and I'm just like, I'm sitting back and I'm looking at this and I'm like, number one, like you got to take accountability. Like, and, and I get it. He's not the one saying this, it's his but lawyer. yeah, you know, it's his lawyer trying to figure out ways to get loopholes out of all this whole, you know, to, to, to lessen this, the, the punishment as much as he can. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's what he's paid to do. But in the same sense, like, Dude, like you took somebody's life. Yeah, you were driving like an animal, drunk. Like, yeah, like when you're doing in excess of a hundred miles per hour, that's. No, I'm sorry, there's no excuse for that. Right, and there isn't. And you know, we talked about this last week, and we do want him to come through this situation the best he possibly can. But I don't feel like the lawyers are going to help him do that by saying these types of things they're almost making him feel like um like yeah he messed up but you know um this this girl's life could have possibly been saved if they would have got like there's no way that there's no way this would have happened you know so i i this whole thing's ridiculous and i don't i don't know what else to say that you know can make this any better Mm -hmm. um it's really a shame. The whole situation is just it, really yeah, a shame. It is. Um, so that it is. We shall move on to uh, some, you know, uh, standings from last week. I guess. Yeah. Um. So it was a tough week. We had some upsets that nobody was really expecting, and another lead change. <laughs> Yes, uh, another overall lead change. Um, it seems like these two have been kind of going back and forth here for the last couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, one's uh, a big trash talker and one's really not. Correct. Uh, you got, I mean, Mike's sitting there overall in second, and we'll get to the standings for the week here in a second. But yeah, you never hear a peep out of him. No, he, uh, he's always like first to get his picks in. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, it's almost. It's almost like he has his picks written out for the whole year already, and like, <laughs> like as soon as we ask for the picks for the week, send. <laughs> yep, I know. Or maybe he has uh, just way too much time on his hands, and he puts, uh, uh, you know, and he doesn't have a life, and uh, this is uh, just the way it is. Well, right? I, I don't, I don't well know him well enough to go into all that. House, so, uh, <laughs> no, he has a life. In fact, he has a um, a year old uh, daughter, uh, <laughs> you know, a wife. Uh, so he's busy, but. Um, uh, um, yeah, so overall for week nine, uh, we did have Troy Martin with some of his crazy picks that we had thought. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, and um, four and one. And if he would have just took his own team, he would have been five and zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the, his only loss was the Giants. Yeah. And then um, three way tie for second. You know, separated by points, obviously. But uh, you, uh, Jeremy. And Bruce, all three and two. Uh-huh. You had 61 points. Jeremy had 78. Bruce had 111. Yeah. And then myself and Mike at two and three with uh, myself with 75 and Mike with 87 points. Yep. So uh, where does that throw us overall, Howie? Well, overall, once again, we have that lead change. Jeremy is now the leader. Uh, what is he, 34 and 11? 
Correct. And uh, with 610 points, mm-hmm. Mike moved down a notch at second place, uh, 33 and 12 with 613 points. Uh, you, Mr. Troy Garman, yes, are in third place out of first place by two. But mm-hmm. uh, you're at 32. Boy, if you didn't have the week that you had, where would yeah, you I be know. in the standings right now, right? I know, um, I know. Yeah, you're at 32 and 13 with 456 points. Uh, Bruce, fourth place, 31 and 14, 571 points. Uh, Mr. Troy Martin, who won the week at 4 and 1, he's still down there at the bottom at fifth place 31 and 14 619 points and then uh i'm still uh i'm still hauling it in the end there buddy uh you're you're slowly creeping back creeping up there i'm i'm improving uh 27 and 18 uh 558 points so um yeah i mean we're it we're making it interesting let's put it that way yeah i mean you're four back yeah, um, a, a fifth place there. But other than that, there's literally three games separating first from fifth there. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's tight. It's really tight. It really is. And uh, you know, if you would, I, what game? The oh, Saints New game. Orleans game. If yeah, if your New Orleans game would have been right, that was that. And you kind of took a chance with Philly too. You were the only one that took Philly. Yeah. So that kind of hurt you too. Yeah. Um, even if you would have went with everybody else on that one. You would have ended up at a four and one week as well, so that yeah. would have gave you another game. So, yep. <laughs> so, but if but you could look at it this way, you know, if, if Philly would have won that game, you would have gained a game on everybody there instead of just maintaining a game. I so, know. So, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So that's where we are moving into week ten of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, guess this will be a good time to take a break and come back with our week 10 picks sounds good we'll be right back after this message all right and we are back you know it was just going through my head as we're listening to the theme song here from the old espn monday night football um, do you remember when they would, they would the announcers, I think it was like Al Michaels or something like that, and Dan Deardorff, and they'd be like talking about, and we got the high-powered Buffalo Bills offense yeah. over here, right? Yeah. And then they said, and the stingy steel curtain defense on this time. <laughs> and then they'd throw the helmets on the field, mm-hmm. and they'd smash together and explode. Do you yes. remember that? Oh, yeah, uh, I remember that. That was so cool. I'll tell you what, I missed the uh, – as much as I wasn't a fan of his, I kind of miss that he's not there anymore, John Madden. Oh, I know. You know, he he was just fun to listen to. He kept it fun. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he would and ramble, much, and and I'm yeah. like, where is he going with this? Sometimes I would get annoyed by his crushes he would have on certain players. You know? Oh yeah. Like like he was a big Brett Favre lover. Yeah. You know? Oh my like, gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. He's just out there having fun. <laughs> you know, whatever he'd say, like hey, he's just throwing plays up in the dirt. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, He's like, that's the uh, kind of football player I like. <laughs> uh, um, so week 10 of the NFL, here we go, Howie. Um, yes. See, uh, as I'll scroll, scroll through the games here, uh, tonight's game as we record Thursday night, November 11th, 
again, happy Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Baltimore Ravens traveling to the, traveling to the Miami Dolphins. Um, I, I don't see this uh, going any other way than to Baltimore, um, but we'll see. Um, moving down the list, um, we got the the Saints and the Titans, which should be a decent matchup. Uh, the Saints are still on their backup quarterback. I think mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon is starting again. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Browns and the Patriots. Um, Browns really played well last year after he released Odell. Uh, hmm, what does that mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, um, and I'll tell you what, the Browns and Patriots, that's going to be a good game. I think it will be. I think it yeah. will be. And, and the, the line is New England by two and a half. And as we've stated before on the show, the home team um, always gets that extra three points. Yeah. So that's basically an even line right there. You know, they're basically saying those teams are even. They're both sitting at five and four. Uh, big game, too, because the Patriots are only half game behind Buffalo in their division. And I think the Browns are, um, what are they, two? Yeah, they're two back. Well, no, I lie. They're a game and a half back of the Ravens because the Ravens, I believe, are six and two. Yep. Right. So they're a game and a half back of the Ravens. Um, yep. Where else do we have? Uh, we got the, um, I thought I saw another decent game on the schedule coming up here. Um, oh, the Chiefs and the Raiders, which is our game of the week coming mm-hmm. up. That's the Sunday night game this week. Um, Seahawks and Packers. Let's see if uh, Russell Wilson is supposed to make his comeback this week. And so is Aaron Rodgers uh, coming off the COVID list. Is he officially um, off now? He's not off the list officially till Saturday. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's another one that I'm having a hard time with. Why? Why are they giving him such a hard time for his mm. beliefs? You know, I mean, I mean, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but um, but geez, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess the thing that they're bothered the most about, about is the fact that he were used the word immunized, uh-huh. and you know because he didn't want to say vaccinated because he wasn't vaccinated. He right. didn't want to lie about it. Yeah. Um. So he he even apologized. He said he misled people. He didn't think it was going to get into a big firestorm like it did here. You oh. know. Um. So that's where we are. Well, he he went on an, a whole woke culture he thing. Did. I mean, he did. which was. I was kind of happy to hear that, to be honest with you. You know, yeah. I was kind of happy to see that. And he said something along the lines of, you know, the left is going to um, attack me. The right's going to champion me. And I, he said, I'm not here for any of it. Right. He said, he said CNN's going to blast me. Fox News is going to uh, love me. And I'm not going to go on either one of them. Yeah. So it, he's not doing this, I don't believe, to make it a political agenda. No. He's doing it because this is his belief. Yeah. And as we stated last week, um, he had an allergy. He has an allergy to the, the uh, mRNA shots. Uh-huh. So he can't get those. So that wasn't an option for him. And at the time he was even considering it, it was when the uh, whole Johnson & Johnson thing was going down with the blood clots. Yeah. So so he didn't trust that at that time either. Mm-hmm. So you can't blame the guy, you know? No. no. And, and <laughs> um, you know what? It's none of my business either. That too. You know? That too. It really isn't. You know? I even if he said I don't want to take that shot because I just don't want to. Right. Who is that? That's not my business. Right. If you don't like it as a outsider, then don't go near him. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only problem, though. Um, is he announced it, right? But what do you do about the people that you don't know? Mm-hmm. And you you know you're worried about getting near them because they could possibly have it or whatever. But I, I think the chances of you having it and showing symptoms would be better if you're not vaccinated mm-hmm. than if you were. Right? You know what I mean? 
So I don't know. It's this. Yeah. I don't know. This whole thing is just crazy. And I'm just hoping as time keeps rolling on here, the natural immunity keeps getting better and better. And I don't. I haven't really been following the numbers lately, so I don't know where we're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, numbers um, wise, it's not good. Um, although it is on the decline. Uh, it is on the decline because I thought is. I heard something this morning where, um, and I don't think it was Pennsylvania, but I think I heard it was like California and maybe Colorado. The numbers were starting to rise again a little bit. Okay. Yeah, they go in ebbs and flows. Um, but I know like overall, I think the numbers are slowly declining. And uh, I mean, I know like in the local hospitals around here, the numbers are up. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because you're dealing with a lot of folks who um, are unvaccinated and just, you know, they're they're just kind of going through their everyday motions and, and living life. And, you know, it's their choice. Yeah, it so. is. I, I, I guess the, the part that's going to make this whole this whole thing hard is we're getting to the point now where I guess it's I don't know if it's FDA approved, but they did allow children to start being vaccinated as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's a tough choice to make as a yeah. parent, you know. Oh my like, gosh, yeah. Y- you want to do what's safe and right for your children, uh huh. But there's not really enough evidence there to show if there's any long term effects. So right. it, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> that is so true. So it's uh-huh. just just do what's best for you, everybody. And um, like how he said, like. It's really nobody else's business, honestly. It really isn't, you know. No, no so, indeed. <laughs> hey, back to football. Yes. Um, so that, that kind of showcases the games that are on this week. Uh, I, I didn't mention Buffalo. They do play the Jets this week. I, I guess I'll say that just because they're my team. Okay. And uh, your Steelers are going to try to keep the Lions winless, huh? Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, it wasn't that. I mean, it was several um, Thanksgivings ago. Um, that the Lions and Steelers played, and that was about twenty years ago. That right? was yeah, the old infamous Jerome Bettis heads. I heads, mean tails. tails heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, hoping we don't have one of those moments again. Did, did Detroit end up winning that game? Then they did. Barry they did? Sanders okay. in overtime. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Barry Sanders, who wasn't doing anything all game long. That was the thing about him that was so scary. Yeah, I know. It, it was. I know. Like you, you almost wanted him to bust one early. Yeah, you know? because you knew at one point in that game he's going to bust. One. You know he is. Mm-hmm. He was well <laughs> under a hundred yards in regulation. Yeah, I mean, they and, probably, and ended, up, Steelers, and he probably ended up with a hundred. Yeah, ended up with one hundred thirty or something. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, back in the day, the Steelers never let allowed a, a one hundred yard rusher. You know, I remember that because I actually remember it might have been. Um, a year or two after the Patriots won this first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and the, I think it was like the second week of the season, the Patriots and Steelers played. Yeah, and the Patriots literally didn't even try to run, didn't yep. even try. Yeah, the whole game. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's that's how good that Steelers run defense was. It was, it was, and then now, and you know, and then for whatever reason, Barry Sanders, you know, he gets an extra quarter in him, and it's like, oh, I well, guess I'll get over a hundred yards now. I mean, he's Barry Sanders. Oh. I mean, you're only gonna you're only gonna contain that guy so long. Trust me, I'm him. I'm not sitting back and and really, you know, thinking about man, I can't stand him. Uh, the dude mm. was amazing, probably the best running back I'll ever see in my lifetime. I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Henry's a different breed, right? You know, yeah. but he, he's he's different. Um, but mm-hmm. I also think Henry has more to work with. Than what Sanders did, I, I always thought oh. Sanders had an underrated offensive or uh, overrated offensive line. I don't think is, you know, 
Emmett Smith always ran behind those freaking horses that mm-hmm. that they had in Dallas. You yeah, know? And, and Barry Sanders, by the way, didn't have a tight end on his team. They ran uh, without a tight end. They had that. You're kind right. Of they they ran that. They ran that run and shoot type. Yeah. Four receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Very rarely did he have a fullback either. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. You right. Know? So, um, yeah, that's. I'll tell you what. That guy was something. He he could make something out of nothing real quick and. He yeah. made guys lose their lunch, lose their jock. Like it. Uh, I know. I'm. I'm very fortunate, in my opinion, because I grew up watching Walter Payton and Barry yeah. Sanders. You know, um, Jerome Bettis. Uh, just running backs where you knew once they, once they were in a groove, no one was stopping them. I mean, let's face it. it the given? game was built. The game was built around around running backs back then. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because need... the defenses were a lot bigger. Yep, defenses were bigger, better, mm-hmm. um, and the running backs. You know, you could control the clock, control the game. Yeah, and uh, it, it always set up the play action pass, and you know, uh-huh. it, it was a different game back then. It was totally different. I mean, sure um, you, you look at all the teams that were good back then; they all had good running backs. That's just how it was. Yeah, I mean, you know the nine the Niners run. They had Roger Craig, and uh, the Bills had Thurman Thomas, and, yeah. uh, and the Lions were good at that time. They had Barry Sanders. You know. Uh-huh. Um, and then obviously Chicago, you know, they had uh, Walter, Walter Payton. Payton. Who did yep. Minnesota had? Minnesota had somebody. Uh, DJ Dozier. Robert, well, they had Robert Smith in the late in the mid nineties to the early two thousands yeah. when they went on their run with um, with when they just drafted Moss and Chris Carter and Herschel Walker and all for that kind a little of, bit. <laughs> Herschel Walker was there for a little bit too. That's right. Yeah. Um, look at the, the Cowboys from the eighties had Dorsett and then in the nineties they had, uh, uh, Emmett, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's all these teams that just were loaded with running back, you know? Yeah. And, um, look at the Bengals when they were good, but they have Icky Woods. Icky. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I uh, mean, yeah. Browns, you know, they, they had theirs. I mean, yeah, really they all did. That's what I'm saying. It was a totally different game back then mm-hmm. with, uh, the running backs and such. Um, yeah. But anyway, okay, we went off top, but let's do our picks this week. All righty. Um, so I'll start it off this week with our new leader, uh, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got Buffalo 37 to 20 over the Jets. Uh, he's got the Cowboys over the Falcons 31 to 24. He's got the Arizona Cardinals uh, staying at one loss over the Carolina Panthers 41 to 17. That's going to be a tough uh, one, by the way. That that might be that might be nearing an upset for me. I don't know if Kyler's back yet. I, that's mm-hmm. the thing I wasn't sure about. Um, I didn't really look into it. To be honest, I think he is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I you know if Colt McCoy starts that game for the Cardinals, I would I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a uh, an upset there. Mm-hmm. But uh, if Kyler plays, I think they got it. Yeah. Um. And then uh, the uh, new look Los Angeles Rams to beat the San Francisco 49ers, 33 to 17. Do you think mm-hmm. OBJ will play this week or probably not? Um, yeah, I do. I do? also think, see, I don't know. I mean, teams like this, when, they, when they're already doing well yeah. and they just add another star player, that's going to that's gonna cause some waves in that locker room. Well, you know, that kind of had me a little curious too because – um, I guess basically the reason Odell wanted out of Cleveland was not only was he not getting the ball enough, but he thought he's being missed on open targets and mm-hmm. such and whatever. But he's going to an offense that's high powered and has a lot of 
good players already. Right. Deshaun Jackson wanted out of there because he wasn't getting enough touches. So what makes Odell think he's going to get more touches? I don't know. I I mean, let's face it. uh, Stafford and Cup have a little thing going here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's definitely who he looks for first. Yeah. So I I don't know if they're hoping that, uh, you know, having somebody else out there. I don't know. I I, I don't know what's going to happen there. He's already proven that he can he can break a team. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> the, the Giants still haven't recovered. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. <laughs> Forced Eli into retirement. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, and then game of the week. He's got Kansas City over Las Vegas, 27-24. to 24. All right. Awesome. So, uh, Mike is in second. And uh, Mike has uh, Arizona. Also winning over Carolina, twenty-eight to twenty-two. He's got Baltimore over Miami. Uh, I guess in a close one on paper. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, who knows? Baltimore is one of those teams. I'm not sure. They're not showing up every week. Uh, they seem to turn it on when they need to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll so, see what they do but, against. And they're Miami. not blowing anybody out, so I don't see that score being that far off, to be honest. No. Uh, and then. Uh, you know, we didn't really talk about this too much. I mean, you did mention about drinking bleach, but yeah. um, <laughs> but Indianapolis over Jacksonville, twenty nine to twenty five, and uh, I mean, wow. That first of all, I mean, it wasn't it was bad enough losing to them, but I would imagine yeah. that score had to make yeah. you think a little bit too, right? Yeah, it did. Um, you know, it was it was a bummer. It only put six points up against a Jacksonville defense that wasn't really that good. Mm-hmm. Um. They seem uh, to know, be playing for their coach right now, though. Oddly enough, they do, right? And the yeah. other weird thing, you know, a lot of the Jacksonville players even said it after game. They said they just they didn't seem like they came out with energy. They didn't seem like they had and, – and they said to each other as soon as that happened, and they noticed it, and they're like, these guys didn't come to play today. Let's take advantage of it. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. And um, Buffalo just could not turn it on. They couldn't get it going. They couldn't get out of their own way. They mm-hmm. had a lot of penalties. Uh, Josh went back to trying to play hero ball and making plays and causing turnovers, you yeah, know, and um, yeah. it, it just was a recipe for disaster, you know? Sure was. Now, I, I, you know, I say they played them a hundred times. They probably win 97 of them, mm-hmm. but hey, any given Sunday, right? You know it. That's why they play them. Uh, then they got Tampa Bay uh, over Washington and boy, Washington's a disappointment this year. Uh, I thought they were yeah. going to be much better than what they are. Um, but yeah, he has Tampa Bay thirty-one to seventeen over Washington, and uh, the game of the week, uh, Kansas City over Las Vegas, twenty-four to twenty. All right, so uh, that turns it to myself, you. Yeah, myself sitting in third place, and um, I, I'm not giving up on my Bills, and I, I think they're going <laughs> to bounce back this week. Uh, I listened to the press conference from the coach yesterday. He was not happy. He was sending a message. And I think the team's going to respond. Okay. Um, so I think they're going to come out big time this week, and I think they're going to put a hurt on the Jets pretty bad. I'm going to go 40 to 10. Woo! All right. Um, yeah. I would agree with that, by the way. Yeah, I, I think um, I think that was a wake-up call. And I and I think the coach being disappointed was a, was another wake-up call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I think he takes that a lot on himself, you know. Like, hey, my team didn't come out to play. That's mm-hmm. on me. And I got to make sure they're ready to come out and play. 
As well as should so, be uh, because they're they are under a microscope this year because they are expected to win. Yeah, I mean, going into last week, they were the betting favorite for the uh-huh. Super Bowl. So yeah, and did you see the power rankings as of recently? I didn't. I think they have them at like eighth. Yeah. After that week, and uh, wow. You know, and and you know, as um, again, I'll, I'll I'll go back to another podcast I listened to, and um, he he mentions every week he's like. The idea is not to be the best team at week 10 in the season. Mm-hmm. The idea is to be the best team going into the playoffs. Yeah. So let's get all those kinks out right now. Let's, mm-hmm. let's get them all worked out right now. Whatever problems we have, whatever exposures other teams are finding that we can figure out how to get past it. Yeah. Let's get it out right now. Yeah. Because let's not forget, Tampa Bay was 6-5 and five at one point last mm-hmm. year before they went on their run to win the Super Bowl. Right. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's very easy to, to you know, kind of be sitting there meddling at the, in the, at this point in the season mm-hmm. and then just to get hot at the right time. And that's all it takes. And yeah. as we talked about with baseball, with the Braves, look at them. They're sitting at 500 all the way up to the all-star break and they get a couple little pieces from the trades, you know, and um, nobody that really was lighting it up with another team. Mm-hmm. But when it all came together, just they just fit. got hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I got your Steelers keeping the Lions winless 27 to 16. Okay. Arizona over Carolina, 33-20. What was that score? the Rams, 33-20. Okay. I got the Rams beating the Niners, um, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think uh, the Niners are going to hang around. I think it's going to be 36-30. Oh, wow. It's going to be a shootout. uh, Yeah, I think so. I think so. And uh, I think KC is going to squeak by Vegas, 24-20. 24-20 over at Las Vegas. Okay. Good deal. All right. So we got Bruce, uh, the veteran, and the champion uh, yes. in fourth place. The reigning, defending, the reigning. undisputed champion. <laughs> See him rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. <laughs> so Bruce uh, has Baltimore over Miami, 28-17. to 17. He has your Buffalo Bills over the Jets, 20-14. to 14. He has my Steelers over the the uh, Detroit Lions, twenty one to ten. Um, Tampa Bay squeaking by Washington, twenty four to twenty one. Uh, and then uh, Las Vegas, he's got the Vegas Raiders over Kansas City, twenty one to seventeen. Yeah, that's. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs this year. They're they're really um, blowing my mind. Um, but that you know, if Bruce's prediction were right, that would put them back at five hundred, and that would put them at five and five on the season. Yeah. So, um, but man, with everything that's going on with the Raiders in the last month, I know, <laughs> I know. It, I don't know how they it's can hard. climb. It's hard not to expect them to fall here really soon yeah. because uh, things are just out of control there. So many situations going on, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they had. Um, you know, we didn't even mention this, but they had to release their first round cornerback from last year because of a. A threatening video uh, with him holding a gun and threatening to kill some <laughs> follower on Instagram. I forgot like that. about that. <laughs> so um, at this point, their first pick that year was this guy, Damon Arnett. Yeah. Their second pick that year was Henry Ruggs. They have one guy left on the team from that draft class, and that was only a year ago, Howie. Well, you know, they do have a pretty impressive all-criminal team. Yes, they do. They do. So I would pick them. Uh, I would pick them in any <laughs> state pen league. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I, I don't mean to make light of the situation, but 
that was kind of always the worry about sending a team to Vegas. Oh yeah. You know, you know, there, there's so much there to get distracted in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can say the same about New York or Los Angeles, you know, um, Miami, I guess. I mean, if, if people want to find trouble, it doesn't matter what city they're in. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, Ocho Cinco found trouble in Cincinnati for all places. So, <laughs> but, and, and Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to fifth place. We got Troy Martin. Yep. And uh, he, he also is taking Buffalo to beat the Jets 32-20. to 20. Okay. He also is taking Baltimore to beat Miami 31-6. to 6. Hmm. Uh, I, I think he's off the Tua bandwagon. I was just going to say, uh, what, is Tua injured or something? He is actually injured, though. <laughs> yeah. He is actually not playing tonight. That's what I uh, thought. Jacoby Brissett is playing, but that wasn't announced in, until <laughs> an hour ago. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, unless he has some insider information, he might. He probably he does. Might. You he know, is a former, former news reporter. Yeah, I was going to say a former news reporter. <laughs> so for Fox. Oh, my. Um. He's got Dallas uh, beat, beating Atlanta twenty four to ten. He has your Steelers in a low scoring affair over Detroit seventeen to ten. Yeah, I could. That doesn't surprise me to see a low scoring. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think they'll get a little bit more than that. I did mm-hmm. hear uh, Claypool is now injured too. Is, is that correct? Uh, yeah, and I knew he would be in the game because I think he injured his toe or his foot or something along that line. It's it's not seizing ending. Correct? No, no. Okay. No, he was able um, to walk off the field. So, uh, and then uh, game of the week, he's got Kansas City 30, Vegas 21. All right. All that right. moves it on to you, Mr. Last Place. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, too, picked your Buffalo Bills uh, to win 34-17. to 17. All right. I got my Pittsburgh Steelers to beat Detroit 24-14. to 14. Here's a game no one else picked. All right. I got Denver to beat Philadelphia 27 to 24. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. um, And I got Indianapolis over Jacksonville 24 to 10. I'm not banking on Jacksonville to be the. No, I don't think that was. That was a flash in the pan. Yeah. Yeah, that was was a flash in the pan. And to be honest with you. Buffalo's run game is not good. And that's exactly what Jacksonville wanted them to do. They wanted them mm-hmm. – they were daring them to run the ball on them. Yeah. And they can't. Yeah. But I will tell you one thing. Indianapolis can run the ball. Yep. And uh, <laughs> doesn't that scare you, though, as a Buffalo Bills fan? Because – It does. Yeah. It does. Because Josh um, Allen – I mean, Josh Allen's a superstar, but uh, he can't – he can't do both and no. be consistent at both. No, I agree. You so. you can't rely on him to be mm-hmm. your legs and your arm every yeah. week. Um, you know, sometimes, sure, it might work out that way. Mm-hmm. But it can't be a consistent game plan. No. And it ha- something has to change. And um, That's why I was know, shocked they didn't go after a, a running back. I, I think they would have if one of if, if, um, if Harris or ETN would have fell. Mm-hmm. I think they might have thought about pulling the trigger on one of them, too. Yeah. Um, but they were both gone by the time their pick was up. So, yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, and then the final one, the game of the week, I have uh, Kansas City over Vegas, 27-20. to 20. Yeah, as we just said there a little bit ago, I, I think 
everything that's going on in Vegas is just going to catch up to him here. Yeah. They did sign Deshaun Jackson to uh, take the place of Henry Ruggs now. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, maybe a big play here or there, but yeah. um, I, I don't think he's at the point in his career where he's going to be a game breaker for you anymore, no, you know, like he used so. to be. Um, nope, I agree. So um, that wraps it up. It's almost kickoff time on Thursday Night Football. Yes, uh, indeed. Baltimore and Miami about ready to go at it. And I guess... Uh, Oddly enough, we're both going for the Dolphins tonight, I think. Oh, do I have tonight's game? Oh, yeah. No, you don't. Oh, no, I don't. No, Um, I have. uh... I'm not saying that because of the picks. I'm saying that because of our team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pulling for Miami because that helps their Bills strength the schedule because they beat them twice. Yep. So. uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So that counts as two wins, you know, for every Mm -hmm. time the Dolphins have a win on their record. So. Yeah. That is very true, very true. And uh, oh, you know what? I did, breaks. Wait a minute here. Um, in my pick, I had, I had Buffalo winning. <laughs> I said over Miami, but it's actually Buffalo over the Jets. Oh, well, I knew what you meant. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't know why you wrote Miami, but I, I don't know why meant. I did either. But uh, but yeah, uh, uh, you're right. That's because why, they why Miami, I had Miami probably. on the brain. Yeah, well, they own Miami, so you can just bank <laughs> on that every two wins every year. So there you go. <laughs> There you go. But yeah, so uh, yeah, everyone, uh, good luck and listen to our next podcast. It's a good one. Uh, And listen to the one we just dropped. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Brandon Davis is another one. I mean, listen to our uh, our interviews with the vets from a year ago. I mean, yes. uh, Hey, we're we're becoming a pretty big deal, Troy. We we are. We're getting a nice following. Uh, Brandon Brandon Davis was an awesome interview. Yeah. We just wrapped up an interview with Kendall Phillips last night. That's going to be dropping on Sunday. Yep. And she was awesome. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stories that uh, she told us that no idea about, right? You know, oh, my gosh. She goes into some of her... Abduction um, stories. Um, yes. Are some of the the uh, the, um, the uh, mental health concerns. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, dealing with a knee injury right now. Oh, and, spinal. Uh, yeah. She was paralyzed. That's right. Yes. I mean, geez. She went through the gamut. She did. And she is still doing it. And... Um, you know, as you'll hear on Sunday, she also has a free uh, EP out for uh, Christmas music on her website, which is KendallPhillips.com. And she really Kendall Phillips Music, good... KendallPhillipsMusic.com. Yeah. And um, what was the other? Th- oh, the book. Yeah, uh, she tonight's wrote the last a book. night to pre or tomorrow's the last night to pre-order a book. Uh-huh. And I think it's. Um, do you remember what it was called, Howie? I'm sure, I don't um, have it off the top of my head. Right letters here. to the King. Letters to the King. Letters to the King. Yeah. And I think it was Letters to the King. Dot US. Is what she said. Yep. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so if you're listening to this and want to check out her book, please do so, and you can pre-order it uh, up until tomorrow. Yeah. Which will be uh, Friday, November 12th. So, So, most definitely. That's all. Yes, indeed. Well, you guys have a good night, and stay tuned, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.